Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk, and I'm just super pumped to have you with me. Tonight's episode, I'm talking to Clarissa Mackey and TJ Irwin, and we're diving into goal setting for 2018. These two are from a small town, they're one of my favorite fit couples, and they're just really goal-oriented people. So they're going to give you some tips that are really going to help set your 2018 up for some epic success. Enjoy. I am so excited to welcome my favorite fit couple to the podcast this evening. TJ and Clarissa are two goal-getting powerhouses. They're dedicated, hardworking, and possess incredible mindsets. So welcome, guys. How are you doing? Very good. Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Happy New Year to you both. Yourself as well. (laughs) Thank you very much for the introduction. You are welcome. Now, I want to start tonight's episode off by giving our audience a little bit of background information about who you both are and how you two met. Yeah, so me and TJ just met through a mutual friend. So we met in 2013. Um, I was interested, I guess, at first because TJ automatically started talking about his like fitness journey and how well at the time when I when I first got to know him he was bulking and I had no idea what that was at all but soon I learned that that's trying to increase your uh, calories to build more muscle but I had just started in the gym at that time and um, I was lifting weights a little bit but the more I kind of talked to TJ the more interested I got in into it. I think uh, basically we could tell that we shared common goals and we both strive for uh, independent success mm-hmm. and uh, we were able to get on a mutual level that uh, that worked very well for us and, and work through the first little bit of our relationship and achieve some common goals together. Yeah, definitely. And who made the first move? Ah, this, <laughs> this question's so debatable. It was probably me. I kind of reached out, I guess I would say, because we met. And the first thing we did was go hot tubbing. So that was like our first activity together at a a mutual friend's place. So eventually I was very interested. So I was the one who kind of messaged him on, I think it was Facebook. And then eventually, eventually he gave me his number. So that's kind of how it all began. (laughs) That's awesome, guys. And what inspired you to get into fitness in the first place? So after college, I was kind of just looking for a life changer. And um, I decided to step foot into the gym for the first time just to uh, kind of change my life around and put it in a position for better success and change the route of where I was headed. I didn't have any friends or family that was into it at the time. So it was something that I just kind of took on my own and uh, I enjoy learning about new things and as soon as I got the hook I was knew I was addicted so so it kept me going and learning uh, about the nutrition aspect and the training aspect and uh, I quickly learned that, that the nutrition played about 80 to 90 percent of the, the beginning of uh, your training because it can uh, change your goals whether you're looking to add weight or lose weight and it gives you the fuel to keep training and uh, and keep going. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Clarissa? So I kind of first stepped in the gym 
Um, I did through high school a little bit, but um, mainly after college. I had put on a bunch of weight, some of it to do with having that hypothyroid problems, but most of it was contributed to poor lifestyle, which is funny because my mom has always been like very health conscious, always doing activities, always like pushing me to do activities. But I, again, I guess I kind of pushed against that and got into a more poor lifestyle. So when I got passionate about the gym, or when I first became more interested in the gym was just in when I started college. And then after that, it just kind of spiraled into, yeah, becoming more knowledge-based. Like, I hate to stereotype, but at like every other girl where I just cardio, 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 don't go into weight because that'll make you gain so much weight or, you know, look bulky. So I started off doing cardio and then slowly transitioned as I was looking up to people more in the fitness industry, starting to implement weights. So that's kind of how I like I got started. And did you guys have initial goals that you set for yourself when you were getting started? Like I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to gain weight or what was your initial goal in your mind? So mine was obviously to just lose weight and look lean. Lean was my big thing. So that was my goal. Mm-hmm. What about you, TJ? Uh, myself, I don't think I had any initial goals because I was just kind of learning um, the different aspects. Uh, when I started at the gym, I was actually one of the lowest weights that I'd ever been because kind of the opposite of Clarissa growing up, where she was strived towards with her parents pushing uh, healthy foods and everything. Growing up on the farm, my, my dad was always working, so we never really had any set meals or family-oriented meals, so I found myself always snacking, and uh, I developed some unhealthy eating habits right from uh, a childhood, so I was always overweight growing up, and when I hit college, I started uh, doing a little bit of cardio and stuff like that, and I ended up uh, losing some weight during college, so I was basically in a mindset that I was ready to go in and start putting on some muscle now and see where that led me. Mm-hmm. And now you two are both really goal-oriented people. So I really want tonight's focus to be about the process that you two personally use to set goals, not only the goals in the gym and the goals with your fitness journey, but also the life goals and the relationship goals that you have with one another. Do you guys sit down and write a list of your goals? Do you sit and say, what do you want to achieve this year, honey, or whatever that process looks like for you? Like, how do you start from it being in your brain and then set it as a goal and then actively work towards that goal? So I think that when it comes to setting goals, we've learned over the years that It's just wherever we are in life. So for example, when I was prepping for my first show, that was my individual goal. So for TJ, I kind of just blurted it out stating, this is my goal. And he kind of said, okay, that's a good goal. And I found that when I was throughout achieving that goal, he was kind of going along with that. So he dieted down as well. Although, you know, Sometimes we have opposite goals. He kind of dieted down with me. So at that stage of our lives, it was just kind of blurting it out. Now that we the years have gone by, we are more apt to not necessarily write down our goals together, but we'll think of 
the similar goals or we'll have a lifestyle goal in mind and then we'll go our separate ways and write down, okay, so we're on the same goal. What are our goals going to be individually? And then that's kind of our goal together is to be more goal oriented is really what it is. I think a key point to add in there is that it's not just about the long-term goals. It's short-term goals on how we can achieve that long-term goal. So whether it's setting meal plans and following them for a couple months to achieve a year goal of gaining 10 pounds of, of muscle or, or losing that 10 pounds, it's setting goals on how we're going to achieve that. So um, maybe we won't eat out for a month. Uh, we'll just cook healthy meals and we'll track our food for three months, stuff like that, just to, uh, to get to that final goal. Yeah, that's a really good point. The smaller the smaller goals really do make the bigger goal. You can't really achieve one big goal without the many steps in between there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what would you say makes something a good goal? Like, how do you know this is a good goal that I should set for myself right now? It's achievable. Um, you can, like, like we just said, you can set smaller goals in order to achieve that bigger goal. Yeah, you don't you don't want to set a goal like uh, to make a million dollars in a year. You want to pick your goals on how you can get that, like work towards uh, on how you can find a job that you enjoy to keep your mindset on that goal and uh, how you can improve yourself towards that goal in the long run. And a key thing, too, is you have to be passionate about it. I feel like if you're not passionate about a goal, you're going to let it sit in the back of your head whereas you want it more in the front of your head where you're always constantly thinking about it striving for it so yeah yeah, you have to be passionate about it and uh, I always find that telling others about your goal will help you achieve it as well because then uh, you feel more apt to achieve it because you've now spoke about it and told others so you don't want to let them down Mm -hmm. you have people that are going to be around you and, and be those accountability partners that's something I think is incredibly important and actually something that I typically do even when I don't think that I'm going to be able to do something like for example starting the podcast I was like okay I need to tell everybody this is the date when I'm starting the podcast because although it's been something that I've wanted to do pretty much all year long actually telling the world that okay this is when the podcast launches catapulted me into actually taking action so I think that accountability factor and and saying it out loud or sharing it with people in your life can play a big role in making sure that you follow through with that so why would you say that fitness has become something that you two are both so passionate about like what is it about fitness that inspires you or drives you the reason why I'm inspired by fitness is because obviously a um, it's a key to a healthy life and even outside of the gym like an everyday lifestyle like uh, your mind is open to a lot more and uh, you're expanding your knowledge constantly and the thing that keeps me going is things change in the fitness industry all the time like there's always new knowledge always ways to achieve things differently and keep you constantly learning what he said kind of thing <laughs> um, where I started my fitness journey, and through that, I started to become more knowledgeable about it. And I feel like, like TJ said, it's, it's a huge lifestyle. And you're not only practicing this lifestyle like when you're in the gym, it just consumes you. So it's, it's a really good thing to, I found, to get into because 
it's everywhere. Now that I'm in it, like in this lifestyle, it, it's everywhere. Even just when you're even at work, everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you two to both run me through your daily routine all the way from when you wake up to when you go to bed. So that includes when you work, what are some of the things that you might eat throughout the day, when you train, when you guys have downtime with one another, just that full schedule. Okay, so generally I wake up at the same time as TJ does. So for example, if we both decide that we're going to do cardio in the morning, we'll both get up at the same time. Or if we decide to sleep in, we sleep in. Uh, usually I'm the one who will walk the dogs in the morning unless it's on a weekend and then TJ will obviously come along for like a work day, get up, we make coffee, (laughs) we get ready in the morning. And then I usually don't eat breakfast actually until I get to work, usually have coffee in the morning and drink lots of water. Um, but I'm still eating right in the morning and generally my foods are pretty, um, healthy For example, today I had an omelet with olive oil. So that was my breakfast. Throughout the day, I'm just constantly drinking water. And right now I just transitioned to actually job. So I'm at a desk job, which is very different from what I'm used to. I'm normally used to being on my feet a lot more throughout the day. So what I have been implementing is just either standing at my desk or walking from my desk to another location as frequently as I can, standing when I'm doing paperwork, stuff like that. For lunch, the kind of foods that I'm eating are usually generally salads, but if I'm really hungry, I can sometimes split my meals and I'll have something like rice um, and chicken. And then we both, I guess, have our pre-workout meal at work. So I generally will eat that and it's usually something like sweet potatoes and chicken about an hour before going to training. So then we will go to the gym. We recently just started collecting things for our own gym. So actually this week we were very fortunate. We had workout in our own gym, but generally we go to the gym. Uh, After that, we come home, we walk the dog. And then after that, it's kind of our just our nightly routine. So that's anything from food prepping to um, grocery shopping to anything like that. But uh, again, we coordinate really well together. So during the day or in the morning, we'll have a conversation. Okay, so what needs to be done tonight? Who needs to go to the grocery store? What needs to be bought? Lists are sent out, stuff like that. So then once uh, we get home, we kind of aren't stressed about what's happening because we each know, okay, Clarissa's is going to the grocery store or TJ's cooking the sweet potatoes, etc. Then when we get home, we do what we need to do on work days. We really enjoy spending time together. So I find we do. I don't know about you. I like spending time (laughs) with you. Um, So weekends are, they're they're almost structured the same. We always, well, you sometimes let me sleep in, I guess. But we wake up at the same time. We do a lot of activities together. And yeah, we eat at the same, we make sure we eat at the same time. Stuff like that on weekends. And just spending as much time as we can with each other. And go to bed at the same time, usually as well. That's my whole day. <laughs> That's awesome. TJ, did she miss anything? Yeah, I just was going to hint out that uh, we like to schedule about roughly six meals a day because uh, yeah. we're both pretty um, heavy eaters. We, we can eat a lot. And, uh, <laughs> and we generally, 90% of the time, we do eat healthy, but uh, we have learned especially through the process with 
using you as a coach that uh, there is time and place for meals that might be considered um, unhealthy but can fuel your workout and um, help you recover so we started implementing those and and mm -hmm. uh, put those in the right places when when needed and uh, just to give your mind uh, a little break sometimes too mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, you did mention communication as being one of the key components of your relationship. What are the other tools that you two use to support one another in achieving your goals, both when your goals are the same, such as when you both competed, and then when your goals are different? Say, for example, one of you is bulking, whereas the other one is cutting or, or something of that nature. So I think it's uh, mainly just to be open to one another. Like, if one person's feeling one way you need to express that to your partner so the other partner can understand that and react the way that's needed. Mm -hmm. And um, you both need to have a clear mind when it comes to each other's goals and support them, whether they're what you think they might, what might be best for them or what they think might be best for them. I think prioritizing each other is a huge aspect of that so not just m making that person know that you're there but also just putting them first for example well I keep saying for example in prep but it's it was a big part of our lives this year prep is a very selfish thing so we put each other we put ourselves first a lot so just reaching out and making sure like okay sorry I know I've been um focused on myself what do you need today what what are you doing today that or what can I help you with? So kind of prioritizing each other in a way that makes that person feel very supported and that you're you're there for them, although you may be focused on yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, you both have mentioned competing. So I do want to dive a little bit into that space. What would you say are the challenges of living with a fitness competitor? <laughs> so one, be one honest. <laughs> One of the main things is just time, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, there's so much meal prep that's involved with getting in the proper meals. And cooking and cleaning takes up 90% of all your free time. That what you cleaning? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be real. What cleaning happened on prep? So mm -hmm. they're kind of supporting each other and trying to make the most out of uh, any free time that you have is very beneficial. Dealing with attitudes mood swings right? oh, mm -hmm. that is that's very like we I have to like it's like a high five moment because we did good for that because there are some moments where it's like meltdowns from no sweet potatoes being made and or running out of something and somebody didn't go to the grocery store so the community we got better as it went on but the communication it's going to be said time and time again, but communication is literally key because once you coordinate that, it's smooth sailing. You still have those upsets and you still have those mood swings and you still have those fights, but the fights are shorter and there's less of them because you both can communicate. And I think for the external person or, or the person who's not the competitor, a lot of times it has nothing to do with them. They could have said something that on an average day would have never drove you crazy, 
But when you're on prep and you have all of these things that are happening internally with your body, both with your hormones and what's going on with your physiology, we say or do things and it really has nothing to do with our friends and family. It's just us spazzing out because of things that are going on. And and unfortunately, sometimes the people around us take the brunt of that. So I certainly think you guys have done a really good job of working with one another through those times that could have been really challenging especially with two people in the household going through that it could have been a recipe for complete disaster right yeah and um to speak on that the first prep that I did TJ didn't do it didn't do a prep as intense as I did and I think that it him being on prep himself opened up his eyes to okay now I realize why you were like that on your last prep. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> now you realize why socializing sucked so much and going out to events just seemed so like chaotic or mm-hmm. you'd rather just stay at home. And he kind of got more of an understanding, which was nice. But at the same time, not everybody has that opportunity to go through a prep to realize, okay, yeah, prep sometimes, sometimes can be very hard and stressful and just suck. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what would you say, like, what would you tell somebody who's struggling to get support from their partner, not just in fitness and nutrition goals, but just in general, they have goals that they're trying to go after and they're struggling to get that support. What would you tell them? So I would say, a way to deal with that is to explain to them why you are headed in that direction to achieve what you want to achieve. And if they don't support it, then maybe they aren't the people that you think they are. Because if they're a true friend or family, they they should support you or partner. They should support you in any way that, that you want. But you also need to understand that maybe they just don't understand what it is you're, you're trying to achieve. So that explanation can help them get through that. And sometimes your goals aren't going yeah. to be the same as other people's. So, so you have to keep an open mind too. Do you feel like you ever have friends who don't understand what it is that you guys do? Yes. Yeah, for sure. And uh, over the years, they definitely have been more supportive, but... When we first started our fitness goals, it was, why can't you guys eat out with us? Why can't you guys come drinking this weekend? Like, that's just stupid that you're spending all the time in the gym and that you're weighing out all your food and stuff like that. And that was understandable. But to keep our mindset in the in the right spot, we had to explain to them, this is what we're doing and, and we're not going to change it to fit your needs because... That's not what we want at this time. And there will be times when we can come out and we can eat out with you guys. But at certain times in our lives, we are going to be dedicated to achieving our goals. And that is why we're what we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's hard because they, they make statements like, oh, it's just one meal. But when you have a goal in mind and you're very passionate about it, like say it's even just losing a couple of pounds even it's just that they just don't understand that it's something that you can't sacrifice at that time but there will be times when you can so it's been difficult in that way but i think on one of those hints too it's uh 
when you allow yourself to slip up here and there, it just becomes that mindset every time that that, that situation comes at hand. It's just, oh, well, I slipped that weekend and nothing affected me. So doing it this weekend won't affect me either. Well, all those little times will add up over time and it's just going to make your process harder. But we do have a lot of friends and family that even if even though they are not knowledgeable, they still come out and support us or give us well wishes are always asking like how are you doing so on that side of things it's nice even though they don't understand they're still kind of giving us like that little bit of support but trying to explain it to them would just be like trying to explain something in a different language (laughs) Mm -hmm. and looking back on your lives what would you say is the biggest accomplishment that either of you have been able to achieve so far that's a hard one I think in life, just the fact that from an early age, we were able to accomplish some pretty big goals. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, like by the age of very early 20s, I own my own house. And from the age of 17, I was out of my parents' house. And I've just always been very independently driven. And when I first met Clarissa, that was one of the main things I noticed about her as well as she had the option to have the easier lifestyle living with her parents. But she chose to move to a town where she didn't know anyone and become an independent woman. And that was something I really liked in her. I could tell that she was strong and she had a good mindset to be able to achieve what she wanted to achieve. And since then, uh, we've purchased our first home last year together. And we're just excelling from there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, my, I'm similar. Got, went to college, right out of college, got a job. I, I always worked throughout my entire teens. I was always trying to be as independent as I could. And it just kind of progressed as I went on in life. So amazing that's great guys and what about the biggest obstacles what would you say are the things you guys have had to overcome mine's kind of career-based I guess just being in a I was stuck in a career that I didn't really overly enjoy and it was uh, hard not only mentally but physically as well because I was working shift work and I was going to a job that really brought me down So that was a huge obstacle for me because it affected me not only in that one aspect, but in my lifestyle of fitness and mental health and nutrition and everything. What about you, TJ? I can't say that I've had many major obstacles compared to some people in life, but I guess being so independent, I've dealt with a lot of situations where they were all new to me. So, Mm -hmm. So I had to learn how to get through those situations, whereas... And some people, they live life through others, so, so they have, can go to others for those experiences where, where I dealt with those situations myself. And, and I believe that's just made me stronger in the end. So out of some obstacles always comes good things when you look at, at it that way. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And that probably is a big reason why both of you are the people that you are is because of those challenges. That's for sure. Now, who would you say you look up to in terms of inspiration? Each other. (laughs) I definitely say uh, our family has inspired us. Um, They've always been extremely supportive. Even though my parents aren't into fitness, they still support 100% in anything that I want to want to try or accomplish in life. And uh, I know that no matter what, they'll always have my back. So I don't have to take those second thoughts and I can kind of just go out and do what I think is best for me 
And maybe if I don't succeed and, and need some help, I know they're always going to be there to support me. So so they inspire me to uh, keep going and trying new things for sure. Yeah, and that's the same with me. Um, my mom is is huge into the fitness lifestyle. Uh, she's actually one of the reasons why I got into competing because as a fitness goal, she made I'm going to compete and it was with Team Ange as well, which introduced me to you, which I'm so thankful for. Yeah, she's always strived to do better and be better, like physically, um, mentally. So that kind of pushed me towards that. And my dad, again, he is not in the fitness lifestyle. Well, he he is like he he eats healthy and maintains a good healthy weight, but he got kind of shoved and pushed into the um, competitive world by me and my mom. And he's so supportive when it comes to that showing up to all of the shows. And yeah, so it, my parents are definitely people that I look up to. Mm, that's awesome guys. And what about people in the fitness space? So either fitness competitors, fitness models, bodybuilders, who is it that you're really inspired by? Bodybuilders, uh, there's, there's tons that inspire me. Like I, I follow guys all the time on uh, Instagram and throughout the Olympia, stuff like that, just to keep me motivated. But um, ever since kind of working with you, I know you have mentioned uh, a few guys in the natural industry and just very smart, smart people. For example, the guys from 3DMJ, Eric Helms, uh, Lane Norton, and uh, different people in that industry where I know those guys are completely natural and it strives me to be able to achieve similar uh, bodies as those gentlemen have. And I love the knowledge that they share and keeps me wanting to learn for sure. Yeah, I'm very similar. All of those people that TJ mentioned, I read all their stuff, follow all of them. Uh, Lauren Collin is another one. She's amazing. She just eats like a beast. And that, that's kind of how I am too. So I relate to her. Um, Emily Hayden as well. Uh, and of course you, Ange, because like, you've kind of supported us throughout um, all of our fitness journeys so far. Well, all of our competitive fitness journeys so far. So you're definitely somebody that we look up to as well. For sure. Yeah. Mm, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the projects or goals that you guys are chasing after this year? So after a lengthy, lengthy uh, cutting phase that we had, our goal all year was to compete in our competitions. So we thankfully, and yeah, we achieved that. So now... I would say it's kind of we dove into our off season and some of our goals are building up strength, building up muscle. And one of my big goals that I have, I do have smaller goals for this, but bigger goals is to just kind of get back into living life so we can enjoy more family and friend time. Yeah, I think we did miss out on quite a few occasions um, with the family and friends just because that was our mindset at the mm -hmm. time to, to be able to achieve that goal that worked best for us. But um, this year we are planning on, on catching up with a lot of people. And in regards to my fitness goals, it's more of becoming more well-rounded, knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been reading a lot to learn how to build my training program and progress in, with every workout and yeah we're just planning on getting our lives back together back to a healthy um, body fat levels and helping each other through it and just having fun 
Yeah, it's been quite the transition from prepping for a year with each other and then transitioning into off season. I know that myself, like not struggled a lot, but I have had a, needed a lot of reassurance from TJ just for like body image because you do go through that a lot, um, right coming right off of a prep. Even in my first one, that happened. So him being accepting of me always being like, are you sure I look okay? Are you sure? Like, do I look okay in this? He's like, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I will always love you kind of thing. So that's been kind of different because instead of just one person going through it, it's been both of us. And instead of me being more quiet about it, we've both been a lot more vocal about it, which has been nice in the same sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do you guys deal with that mentally gaining fat and being able to do that transition where your body is starting to look different? How do you come from a place of self-love and acceptance versus being really judgmental? I think the main thing is that we need we need to understand that this is a lifestyle, right? There's points in your life where you, you might want to get down to that leanness for the contest prep, but... That's not somewhere that you can stay at that leanness and be healthy. Um, to get back to a healthy body fat and healthy hormones is is something that's much more worthwhile. Mm-hmm. I agree, yeah. definitely. We're just going to wrap up with a couple final questions, guys. So first one is going to be, where can people find you online if you want them to find you? <laughs> yeah, so... We both have Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is just our names. And then uh, Instagram, mine is Mackie. So my last name, uh, three underscore. And uh, mine's just T underscore Irwin17 for my Instagram. Yeah. that's yeah. The, that, Those are the main places that we post all of our stuff. Nice. And as a final wrap-up, I end every episode i'm sure you guys have listened to past episodes so you can probably anticipate what you'll find what the final question is going to be but how would you guys like to be remembered so i think for myself i just want to be remembered as someone who was an excess successful independent person and someone that followed their passion and spread their knowledge and experience for the benefit of others also a person that lived their life as a positive role model and treated others how I would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's very similar. Just um, to be remembered that every goal that I kind of set out for myself, uh, I I crushed it. I lived my life, like TJ said, independently, and that I always lived through my passion, which I'm trying to do every day. So yeah, that's how I'd like to be remembered. Nice. And I think you guys are totally down that pathway already and all of the things mm-hmm. that you're doing. So that is fantastic. Well, I want to just commend you two for everything that you accomplished last year. And I am certainly excited to see what some building does to both of your physiques. You guys are both very talented athletes and I've loved working with you guys. So Thanks for joining me this evening. I hope you guys have a great night and I hope everybody enjoys the episode. Thanks, Ange. Thank you, Ange. And that's a wrap for another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate your time. It's been amazing to have such great support behind the podcast. Know that your comments, your reviews, the way that you guys share this really means the world to me. 
end, I just want to let you guys know that we have two really incredible guests that are going to be coming on upcoming episodes. So my coach, Paul Ravella, is coming on in a couple weeks. We also have the amazing Craig Ballantyne that's coming on talking about the five pillars of success in his perfect day formula. And I'm just super pumped for 2018 and what it's going to entail. So if there's a specific guest that you guys want me to interview and you want me to bring on the podcast, let me know. I will try my best to coordinate that. And and just as a final note, I'm sitting around 16 weeks out in my own competition prep. I'm sharing that journey on my Instagram. So if you guys are interested in competing or just kind of want to follow along and see what it's all about, my Instagram is at Ange And that's it. Have a great week, guys. And we'll see you next Thursday.